0: Alrighty, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast, and I'm here with Mikey and Jeff, as always. Mikey, good to have you back. We're gonna be. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it, it was pretty bad without you. We missed you. I mean, I had fun with Jeff. I had fun with uh, what's his face, sore throat, Jeff. Um, lack of <laughs> lack of vocals, Jeff. Yeah, but... that was
1: fucking half my face was gone.
0: Yeah, numb face. I was sore on throat the Jeff.
1: fucking. <laughs> I was on the weekend, but no cocaine, sadly.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah, good to have you back. We're going to be reviewing the UFC Fight Night, Vera versus Sandhagen, but we're going to do it with a little bit of a twist. Usually we start from the bottom of the card and work our way up, but we're not going to bury the lead. We're going to start from the top of the card and work our way down, Ringer MMA show style. So let's go through our picks real quick. Um, Starting with Jeff, unfortunately, (laughs) he missed on Hemi Sosa's Lock of the Night. He missed on Steven Ocho Peterson. He missed dude. on Chitty and Jaquani. Alex Perez, we're not counting because he p- had to pull out. He hit on know. Macy Barber. He hit Woo-hoo! on Nate Landwehr. Hit on Holly Holm and missed on Cheeto Vera. Dude, so, I cannot
2: believe you didn't dude. make your lock fucking Sandman.
0: That's what
1: I did. Or I,
2: what, didn't, make,
0: I didn't have a lock. You but. thought
1: I was going against Cheeto? Come on. I mean, I did What, what you are you, dude? But...
0: <laughs> Jeez. I know. I, I was... Uh... I mean, we had a healthy discussion about that. We're obviously going to get into that later. Um, but yeah, I went four and two. I hit on, or I missed on Steven Ocho Peterson. I missed on Chitty and Jaquani. Alex Perez didn't count. I hit on Macy Barber, hit on Nate Landwehr. hit on Holly Holm, and hit on Corey Sandhagen. So, all time, let me do some quick math here. That makes me 52 and 41 all time. Jeff, unfortunately, has now dropped to five and six on the Hammy Sosa lock of the night, and he moves to fifty-seven and thirty-five all time. So We're
1: shooting at a decent clip, bud.
0: Yeah, you're you're shooting good still. Still, I mean, still I mean, I've way.
1: been on a little rocky streak, but
0: yeah, still all right though. Still all right. Um, obviously Mike did not, was not here to make any picks, so he is still forty-eight and thirty-seven all time, four and five on Michael Fight of the Night picks. So, let's start. The Cheeto-Vera versus Corey Sandhagen fight. I think we have a lot of thoughts on this fight for sure. We actually called it pretty well. I called it a little bit... We we had the same ideas, but Jeff thought Cheeto was going to be able to pull it out. I did not think that. I thought that Corey was going to be smart enough to not get caught by those Cheeto shots. So, I mean, just starting off, the fight was really interesting. I think for an MMA fan, you probably enjoyed it a lot, the casual viewers who are kind of in it for the knockouts maybe not so much i enjoyed the fight i thought it was very interesting i mean these guys were playing chess and Corey's movements and his you know switches and his stances and everything was just you could tell cheeto could not get his timing up and um i love this fight for a couple of reasons first it answers a lot of our bantamweight questions kind of perfectly uh now we have she Ch- uh Corey's gonna go fight marab and now we could have Cheeto versus Piotr Jan and that's those are like fun ass matchups so we'll start with you Mike how did you feel about this fight what did you see from it and yeah how did you just feel about it in general
2: uh i took i actually took Sandman by decision on verdict too i i had a yeah, feeling this is how this was going to play out i i just think Sandman's a little better than Cheeto he puts it on a little too much for Cheeto to be able to, not like he pumbled Cheeto not like Cheetah really had to over like weather a storm, but he puts it on mixes it up a little too much. And, dude, if James Krause is banned from the UFC and this fucking dope fuck Joel Ojeda or whatever his name is, and it's – well, I read online this is only his fourth fight he judged, to be fair to him, but this Mr. Magoo dope fuck motherfucker who gave Cheetah the fight is such a fucking moron, dude. That was terrible. Whole... I'm
1: actually not pissed off at it At all Cheeto Well, you,
2: Then you might be as yeah, blind as he is Because no, no, every no, no. single person on earth gave. Yeah. Ev- actually everyone on earth Gave all five rounds to Corey I guess... I was com- The thing is I was completely fine with giving Cheeto Three If you give him round three cool If you want to give him round five cool But that still makes it three rounds to two There is no fucking godly Fucking way you give him Three rounds of the five if I mean, you Ralph, do, dude, you, just... for
1: you can make an argument he did more damage. I do For so some reason, they were making this weird emphasis on fucking damage tonight. And at least they were somehow. Yeah, but in consistent. round four, he There's did not one do more damage. That they were not consistently taking into taking in account damage heavily. So at least yeah, but... they were fucking consistent on something tonight.
2: Yeah, That's but in not... round four, he did not do more damage. That's what I'm saying. I'm completely fine with giving know. him one to two rounds. You cannot give him three, and dude, if if that's the case, dude, you might have some fuck. <laughs> you might got some. Fucking I mean, shit yes. Yes. that shit It is smoking, clearly
1: one sided, Sanhagen. I'll give him that, but I can. I feel like this. I mean, people are kind of blowing this out of proportion. I feel like.
0: I don't know, Jeff. I kind of agree with Mike. I agree with Mike. This was a bad. And
2: I'm not sitting here saying that Stan Higgins' miles ahead better or he pumbled him because he didn't. He didn't pumble him. This wasn't like Max Volk 3, where it was a runaway. But in any fucking way, you could give Cheeto that fight. It's fucking crazy to me. It's just insane to me.
0: It's just wrong. Like, there's no way Cheeto won that fight in any way. And to have one, one judge do a 50 46 and another 48 47 or whatever it was for the opposite guy, that's kind of insane.
1: I mean, we can say one did have more visible damage.
0: But Cheeto doesn't bleed. That's the thing. Like, Cheeto doesn't that's bleed. That's the
1: thing. But, but for that's... some reason, they were making – So, in, I don't know so why. in
2: round four, in round four, let's clear this up. Significant strikes to the head. 19 for Sanhagen, 6 to Cheeto. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that. that's what I'm saying. So, even if, like, you want to give him 3 yeah, and I'm 5 – not. I'm
1: not saying if... – I'm not saying it was a good decision. I'm not saying, I'm just saying it's not as crazy as people are making it No, no, and
2: I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying in general, like, the fact that a judge, a person who judges the UFC fights that people put money on and people make, like, make their livings off of is fucking crazy. And I know we've talked about this a hundred times before, but this was one of the, I don't know, that was one of the worst ones I remember. That was a pretty fucking bad one, I thought.
0: That was, uh, that was think, tough.
2: Honestly, I think the refing was worse. The refing was pretty piss poor, dude, too. Dude, They missed some crazy shit. Cheeto
1: yeah, got a little dirty. Cheeto's up the kicks
0: on the grounded opponent was insane. That was dude, ridiculous. Got,
1: there was a little dirty shit that he was in the there gloves. He was
0: in the gloves. There was another fight earlier
2: in the night, too, where they missed a couple cage grabs.
0: Yeah. yeah. There was an eye poke. Um, and so, they
1: didn't take any points away for any fucking fight. No, and I
2: still think Cheeto's a top guy. He just got matched up with a guy who's a little better stylistically. I don't think Cheeto's a bum at all. Yeah, but for I, them to, but I definitely to think. Grade wait, that card that way was crazy. I, I definitely
1: I, think the next fight, if it's Cheeto versus Piotr, dude, this is like a make or break one for Cheeto, though. Yes, If okay. Piotr just comes out, switches stances like fucking Sanhagen, and just, and Cheeto. G- fucking just loses the decision again he he's kind of like found out at that point
0: the thing i i um i kind of agree with jeff i i actually i'm gonna give out a little bit of a kind of a hot take i think i don't know if cheeto is a champion i know i mean obviously not but i'm a little worried about him and his ability to get that because i think any elite bantamweight that has a chin and has hands and is smart like Sandhagen and above is, is going to be able to, like you said, figure Cheeto out because he can't rely on this wait out three rounds and then win the win the last two or get a knockout rather. That's just not a sustainable way to win in the UFC. And yeah. you saw that happen. It, it, that's totally what happened. He got outpointed and then he had to play catch up and he never could catch up. And I just don't like that style. And I think it's a dangerous way to fight if you're trying to become a champion. And I'm really nervous about him because he's not show he's never shown this a change he's always done that it's always what he's done as a fighter so I, i'm a little nervous for him in terms of like being an actual champion because I, you have to make switches um and you have to actually like you can't take a round off at this point so I and know.
2: another thing i want to harp on that real quick too another thing i I don't know if i mentioned it before on another episode i was a little worried about coming in it kind of showed you just one thing i wanted to point out that you just said was the fact that he fought like an elite bantamweight cheetah really hasn't showed that against an elite bantamweight yet either which really yeah. makes me feel even worse after this fight well like, that... he fought dom and i mean jesus christ how old was dom last year
0: i don't know old and Dude, cheetah, was... like a he has not the greatest chin either
2: yeah and before that was frankie edgar and before that was rob font and we were just talking about how rob font before damon jackson couldn't find a win also, like he really Rob... hasn't done that it to anyone besides, I guess you could say Sugar. But Sugar was like, I mean, how old and how experienced was he at that point when Cheeto beat him?
0: Yeah, and Sugar got injured. Also, um, Rob Font was winning that fight, and so was, um, Dave, uh, not David Garrett, Dominic Cruz. Rob Font and Dominic Cruz were both winning those fights against Cheeto when Cheeto pulled that last second, like those finishes out, you know.
2: Yeah, and I know Jeff's a huge Cheeto fan, and I like Cheeto too. But I agree with you, Max. I I'm excited to still see him fight. It's just seeing his path to a title is it's, it's kind of murky, right? It's now. A, it's just a
0: scary way to fight. I liked I like Cheeto a lot, and I know it doesn't sound like I like him, but I do. I really do like him. I just like Sandhagen a lot more, and I I just am worried about that way of fighting. That's all. I and mean, how do you feel about that, Jeff? I want to hear from a Cheeto like stand. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm definitely a fucking number one fucking Cheeto mark, but...
0: Yeah. You have a Cheeto tattoo, probably.
1: I'm... I'm, I'm dude, I want one of them fucking Cheeto action Bronson-looking ones, dude. That'd be pretty nice. Might get it right on the back of my dome piece. Oh, yeah. But exactly. other than that, Crazy.
0: Crazy first spot for a tattoo. Dude.
1: Right fucking... I, I mean, I still got the championship hope for Cheeto. I still think he can get it done. I still think he's a great fighter, but... This next fight is going to be huge.
2: Well, I mean, because it's it's crazy to say he has championship DNA, but not like a championship style.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that a lot. Um, one thing, just like getting back to the fight, I did you notice how? But,
1: but we also see Alex Pereira do this kind of.
0: Well, he's been a champion for like one, put like he's he's
1: he hasn't still defended. fucking, he's still a champion.
2: And he Yeah, but he also, yeah, but he also got a quick. The thing is with him, he got the fucking the overnight shipping to the fucking title. Cheeto's yeah. obviously not getting that. Yeah, tribute. but I
1: feel like, I mean,
2: Chito, it's not like like if Cheeto's having this
1: conversation, if Cheeto got the Sugar Sean fights that people, Sugar Sean got, like really, that's what I'm are, saying.
2: He he didn't get that. Like obviously, even if Cheeto were to beat Piotr next, he's still probably two or three fights away from the title. And uh, which is I, crazy. I don't
1: know. I feel like he's right back up in contention if fucking Aljamain loses and he has a good showing against Piotr.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree Just in my
2: it. head, if he has a good showing against Piotr, you still has Sanhagen, Marab, and Sean in front of him.
0: Actually, yeah, I, I, when you say it like that, that you're right. I mean. And for used, a title used, fight is what i think i don't know yeah. if that's how it'll happen sure. and you're beating piotr, a, a two-loss piotr and then, that's if they even fight i don't know if they will actually fight i'm just kind of they're on the it's, same
1: yeah it's just orange dude this division
2: is crazy dude yeah, it it's crazy kind of if fucking... he could drop another 10 and go to flyweight dude that'd be fucking awesome for him
0: it would be good um
1: dude but... i don't think he can he's pretty fucking big for
2: Jordan. He's a big boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about this fight, too, that really fucked him. He's usually, like, the bigger, more lankier fighter, and Corey's the more awkward. He's somehow out-awkward out, out awkward
2: and out-lanky fucking Cheeto. Well, Corey's about his lang- like, besides probably Sugar, he's about as lanky yeah. as you can get for a band yeah. weight. He's
0: that's 5'11", pretty... 135, which is a crazy, that's a crazy body type. Yeah, thing. I
1: know. It's crazy you think that even Sugar's even fucking crazier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's talk about Sandhagen's performance a little bit because we didn't really we've talked about Cheeto so far this whole time. Let's give Sandhagen his flowers. What was the most or like what was the biggest way that Sandhagen got this win for you? I I think there was two things. It was those uppercuts that he kept hitting. He kept he kept just nuking uh, Cheeto on the chin with those uppercuts, and then it was the movement. And he he always says like he wants to give his opponent a lot to think about, and I think he really did. Uh, Jeff, we'll start with you. What did you see from Sandhagen?
1: Yeah, I mean he had. Great and ent- great takedown entries, dude. What was he like five for five on takedowns at a point? I think I There's think a, he
0: got stuffed once, but yeah, he was. There was a
1: point where he was shooting really good, and then fucking at yeah at, at the end, fucking Cheeto wants to finally fucking have perfect yeah, takedown stuff. defense.
0: Yeah, the sprawl. There was like one beautiful sprawl. But from in Cheeto, the which beginning, awesome.
1: dude, I I think the first three rounds he might have went a hundred percent.
0: He might have. It been. was it something was crazy
1: like that. It, I mean. It was fucking ripping my heart out, like that one Indiana Jones movie where the dude fucking grabs in a dude's chest. That's what it felt like. Watching the first (laughs) few rounds of this one. (laughs) But dude, his grappling really fucking his like smart like no ah um his timing. His that's what I'm looking for. His timing on his takedowns were fucking phenomenal this fight.
0: They were awesome. Um, Mike, what did you see from Sandhagen?
2: Um, One thing that just continues to stand out for me for Sandhagen, especially with Piotr kind of dropping out of the contender race right now, is he really probably is the best Bantamweight in terms of fucking output, dude. His output just continues every fight to get better and better. Like, go back to when he lost to Piotr. You know, people were kind of iffy about that decision. He put out 170 total strikes. He put out 130 to Cheeto's 60 this fight. The outstruck song, like we all watched, by 30 and 30 meaningful strikes in that fight. I mean, his output is just something to behold in the bantamweight.
0: It really is. It really is. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm all the way there with Sandhagen. His mentality. You can just see him. Did you see like the way that his fucking demeanor was in the in the cage. It's, it's very intense. And not to mention, I mean, the way he can switch it up between shooting for takedowns, he stands in this like switch stance. Sometimes, sometimes he goes Southpaw sometimes he goes Orthodox or sometimes he sits in this switch kind of like Dominic Cruz. Um, actually he sort of reminds me of like a bigger, younger Dominic Cruz, um, at some points with the footwork and the movement, um, in this lane in the, just how smart he is as a fighter. I'm all the way there with him. I think, this Marab fight will really tell us a lot if he's able to throw a flying knee on that entry entrance shot from Marab and catch him. Boy, hey style. yeah. I think I think he can get a win. Dude, there. He loves the flying punches. knees. I know. I'll be so happy. He loves the flying knees. He, he threw like three oh, of them yeah, at the end of the fight. Um. All right. Any final thoughts on this fight before we want to move on to the Holly Holm fight? No. All right. Nope. Let's go next fight. Holly Holm versus Yana Santos. I mean grappling clinic from holly holm there she gets the decision win uh i think jeff and i called it exactly we said yeah. it's gonna be
1: a dude, holly holm clinch right fest. on the fucking net we called that right one. On the head, Then she
0: dropped a kind of a weird let's stop sexualizing the kids which i'm yeah let's not do that but that was kind of i don't know
2: yeah dude what the fuck that was, was kind of random
0: dude. i didn't know where she was dude, going. i
2: only heard i only heard part of that what was that about
0: she just like i don't know she's like one more thing i want to say this while i have my platform let's stop the sexualization of our kids and then that was re- what she said and then i was what? i was just like what the fuck but the thing that's funny is yeah i
1: thought she was about to say fucking jonah hill fucking she just got done watching fucking what you call yo, it boy one let's so not touch to... we're not that we're not touching that
0: power through that um this yeah that was that was uh pretty random i mean uh, like good message i just don't know where like she didn't she didn't give up any other like information about yeah,
1: that dude, or anything that was fucking that out of left
0: field,
2: yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, it would have
2: made sense if this was the same time. When remember when, uh, well, not Versace. What was the brand that did that shit with kids this past year, dude? I don't this, know, but was Satanist kid ad? Kind of,
0: I've I have no oh, idea, fucking but
2: fucking Balenciaga.
0: Oh yeah, I have if no this idea. This was, like the
2: same timeline.
0: There was a commercial. But no, this
1: is just in the timeline that she's in a fucking love triangle with
0: <laughs> Oh, true. <laughs> there was a commercial. <laughs> so um, this
1: is fucking.
0: All oh, crazy. It was crazy. And there was... Pat
1: Barry fucking tweeted that weird shit about it. He that does. Pat Barry's a, a number.
0: Yeah, the Pat Pat worst Barry's fucking timing
1: weird. of all time. Um, that tweet might be the worst tweet of all time.
0: Ma- very well, maybe. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a real tweet, but
2: dude, dude Max, we gotta let you finish, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's okay. I forget what the fuck I was gonna say. Oh, um, before before the uh the fucking that speech came on there was a commercial and my roommate and i pointed it out there is a little girl dressed very fucking grossly and, and we we said something about that and then she said that and it was kind of weird um that it happened to be like this commercial do you think
2: um just- yeah like, i got fucking Whopper, some- Whopper
1: making Whopper before mine
0: yeah mine it was some weird heads. it was some weird medicine commercial and it was oh fun. yeah
1: because i only have
2: espn plus like yeah dude. Do you think Holly Holm is doing so well with her age because she uh, takes adrenochrome? Do you think she's drinking baby blood because she's just trying to cover herself? It could be. (laughs) Who the fuck Her and
1: John Jones and Valentina fucking drinking baby blood together.
0: If her and John Jones have a kid, that thing is the best uh, best martial artist. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. Dude, how's she going to say... What's even weirder is half her fucking ass was out the whole fight. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay all right we gotta we gotta just fucking power through this one Dude. now all right um okay let's get into the actual fight itself <laughs> first off that I that mean, really
2: th- fucked me up
0: that was okay jefferson's I'm trying to get his of the fucking canceled in the
2: water making Dude, this- the goddamn frogs gay
0: oh my god that's
2: like what was going on <laughs> all
0: right
1: It literally felt this card was so weird this was it a weird
0: ass card um All right, yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm not, there's not really much to fucking say about this. This was a kind of a boring Holly Holm fight. I don't know if she's a fighter that we're as obsessed with anymore. It's just kind of fucking boring to watch. The only thing
2: I wanted to say about it, real quick, is do you guys think she can make another, she gets another title shot before it's done?
0: I don't know. Six fights at
2: 41.
1: I I mean, she is one of the only like women in the like upper weight classes with the, with a name. So, I, I, I
2: don't know. I know and it's hard it's hard to gauge like who's ahead of her in that division.
0: I agree. I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, let's move on now to the next fight. Nate Landaware versus Austin Lingo. Our boy Nate on a roll. He gets the second round submission. Nate the fucking train. Nate the train. Um yeah. Great fight, great call out after. I mean not call out, like talking on the mic after he's talking to his biceps and shit. That was pretty funny. Um austin lingo was able to hurt him a little bit more than i thought he split his scalp with a kick um and Landwehr was dripping for a bit that also happened to ocho weirdly enough we'll get into him but good performance from nate i really i just really fucking like this guy as a fighter dude he's so much fun to watch um mike we'll start with you how are you feeling about this fight
2: yeah i like nate too and you know i don't want to take anything off the winner here but lingo looked pretty fucking good too dude he did He's a he pretty sharp boxer. I was actually surprised at how sharp he looked, too. He, like, the first round, I was like, damn, look at Lingo.
0: I was not Nate, I was not thinking he was going to put on a performance like that at Lingo. I was surprised by his performance, for sure.
2: Yeah, but Nate's just a – dude, he's – if you're fighting that motherfucker, you got to get him out, dude. He's a relentless force. Mm-hmm. He's just one of them guys. Like, I don't know if he was, like, fucking beat when he was younger or something, but he's just, like – got something upstairs that's not connected right. You know what I mean? And I don't yeah. mean that in like an ignorant way. I mean or that about connected like connected
0: the right way and in, a, in a way where he's right. Like, yeah, he fucking doesn't feel pain or... Like Sean Strickland it. almost. Yeah.
2: Like there's just something that yeah. like he's just fucking <laughs> just... He's full-fledged every just minute of coming, his life dude. it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. And Impressive. Ling- yeah. Lingo not getting him out in the first round was his fucking demise.
0: Exactly. Jeff, anything on this fight? Yeah, dude.
1: Nate the train is fucking phenomenal i mean <laughs> he might be he shooting up there being one of my favorite fucking fighters dude i'm i'm hopping on the train with you max dude hop on the
0: nate train there's plenty of room
1: <laughs> i mean to fucking sound like fucking paul wall on the mic and then fucking <laughs> after you fucking beat the shit out of a dude it's the greatest thing ever
0: it's awesome yeah I, i'm i'm yeah, hop on aboard. I will fucking gladly ha- gladly let have you. Uh, other fights on the card: Andrea Lee versus Macy Barber. Um, yeah, I mean it was a fight that happened. Uh, nothing too spectacular. But it- I Look,
2: f- I felt it was a bit of a robbery on this one too. What do you guys think? All right, that's fair. Yeah, but I-, I thought I thought Andrea Lee won.
1: This is another case of them them showing off like fucking damage. Really, you know. That's another point that I wanted to touch on in the Cheeto fight. Cheeto did do a lot of damage from when he was in bottom position, just like Macy Barber in this fight.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that.
1: And that's what won Macy Barber this fight. So That's what really helped me with that, with seeing how... Yeah,
2: that decision wasn't so crazy in the fucking main event. I just, I didn't think Macy Barber sustained that, though. She did a lot of that, I think it was round one, but, like, throughout the fight, I didn't think she did a whole lot of that. And I, I know she did it at certain points, but throughout three rounds, I didn't think she did that much yeah, damage. She had little spurts.
1: Yeah, I, I always forget why I'm, like, I'm, like, always so hyped up on Macy Barber whenever her fights do come around. And then fucking when her fights do happen, I'm like, God damn, dude, there's like, there's like weird holes in her game, especially in the grappling, I
2: feel like. Yeah, but- I, I I agree with that. One thing her. about her, though, you you can't take from her throughout any fight. She is tough as fucking nails, yeah. dude. But She's she, got that. Yeah,
1: no matter what, she always somehow edges out a decision. She's like. She's kind of the opposite of Holly Holm. She wins fucking exciting decisions every time. And, and I want to
2: say one one more thing about the robbery thing we are just talking about. I, I was actually thought round two was super close, so I would have been fine with it going either way. But the fact that one of the judges gave it a 30-27 was fucking crazy to me.
1: Oh, yeah. That was fucking bonkers. That was Margliata again. Yeah, he kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah, that I don't know. He's had a kind of a tough track. I just shit.
2: my whole thing was round three. I'm like, how do you give her round three? I can I see, see that giving either. her one and then maybe two splitting judges, like everyone makes a different pick on two, but three. I was like, what the fuck he did tens across the board.
0: Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, all right, other fights down the card Chitty and Jaquani versus Albert Draev. I was really disappointed with Chitty's performance in this one. Um, I mean, we talked about it, like, as the time kind of ticked off, that was less and less likely that Shitty was going to be able to get it done against Albert Duryev. Um I I honestly didn't really enjoy this fight. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I didn't really like watching it. I thought it was kind of boring. We'll start with you, Mike. How did you feel about this one?
2: Dude, the whole time I watched it, all I kept thinking was, Max is going to fucking hate this fight. That's all <laughs> I kept thinking. But I don't know, dude. Like, I, I agree with you. It wasn't the most appeasing fight on the eyes to watch. But one thing I can't stand, and maybe I would be doing it too if I was there. Like, everyone's booing. Like, by the time round three starts, what is Dariah supposed to do?
0: Exactly. That's all. That's how he wins. I I didn't get that.
2: You're up two rounds, and then another thing I wanted to note about this fight that I thought was fucking stupid, and it was dumbass Bisping again. I think it's because he's got one eye. I don't know what his <laughs> fucking deal is, but uh, you know what? It might not even been Bisping. So maybe I'll take that back. even you know my wh-
1: boy Mike? What's the Michael Mike violence about, dude? Because this is Mike. two weeks.
2: Because this is two weeks in a row with this motherfucker. Someone a lot of people have like, been
0: coming out against him actually, but go they ahead.
2: were like, "Derayev looks looks really afraid of Chidi's striking." I'm like, dude, if you're paying attention to this fight even a slight bit, like.
0: My girlfriend could have
2: noted this. Dude, he was the one pushing forward the whole fight.
0: Yeah, no, that's what that's what I I noticed.
2: I feel like Chidi did
1: do a lot of damage in the second two round in the last two rounds.
2: Yeah, he did, but the but saying he was afraid of the striking, like Darius was the one getting in close. I'm like, what is is he watching? Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's (laughs) it's 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 just like he's so far off
2: sometimes and it's crazy. It would have been one thing if he said Chidi's striking's been effective or efficient or whatever. I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah, he glitches yeah.
1: sometimes. He's like, he's he fucking, I I think he might be preset with a fucking UFC 4 fucking thing sometimes. <laughs> I For was going to say, sometimes and maybe, he hops back onto Mike.
2: Yeah, and maybe it's one of them things like where if I was an announcer and I was kind of nervous, maybe I would fuck up and say stupid stuff too. Like maybe it's not just him, but I can only diagnose what I hear. And when I heard that, I was like, like, dude, I had to like look back for a second. I'm like, what the fuck did he just say?
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, I wanna say I actually I didn't mind the Macy Barber fight with all that grappling, and I didn't mind the Holly Home fight at all with the grappling. I thought Holly's grappling was kind of interesting, like the way that she was just fucking shoulder strikes and elbows and shit. I just couldn't stand this fight. This fight just drove drove me fucking nuts. That's all. Um oh, I
2: think even Jeff would agree. This is this is a snoozer, no? Yeah, yeah it, was, it
1: was a fucking it was a snoozer. These but, higher weight dude,
0: classes put on some fucking was, shit shows.
2: If I was shitty, I would be <laughs> sick, dude. Yeah, they do. You're right, Max. Yeah. Dude, like, like rank, like, 30 to 50 middleweight, like, heavyweight, they tend to have some stink. Yeah,
1: dude, middleweight really fucking.
0: The, the, the UFC fight night, Andre Munez versus Brendan Allen was one of the worst fucking fight nights I've ever watched <laughs> in my entire life. Augusto Sakai versus Dante Mays, dog shit. Absolute <laughs> fucking horrific fight. That was um, a bad one. <laughs> that was such a bad fucking fight. What else was on there? Um, oh, wait, maybe not this one, actually. This was not a bad did, It's that, embarrassing that
2: for me because you can go back to one of the first episodes we did together, and I was hyping up Dante Mays, too. It
0: yeah. Was wait, it was fucking embarrassing. It definitely Oh, no, no, no. It This is what it was. The Andrade versus Blanchfield fucking card was one of the worst goddamn cards i've ever seen everyone
2: was talking about that online
0: yeah jordan wright versus zach pauga was the one of the worst fights josh parisian versus jamal pogues was fucking awful and william knight obviously had the worst fight ever (laughs) versus that polish
2: kickboxer
0: yeah versus the polish kickboxer that was middleweight too no that was light heavyweight it's light heavyweight heavyweight and light heavyweight all three of those fights were fucking dog shit and then (laughs) So I mean, it's just something with the higher weight classes. It's just they get gassed out.
1: Yeah. Definitely. If
0: you're not if you're not slumping somebody, it's just not that fun to watch. But um, yeah. all right. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought Jeff, I was, was kind of alley-ooping you to Jeff. I have I guess all right. I thought you were gonna rant you off.
1: You that it. one home. I just, you, mean, yeah, I've been just do. thinking about that shit,
0: dude. Dude, you
2: windmilled to oops. <laughs> I was talking about
0: like boxing about because someone was asking me why I don't like watching boxing. And to me, it's like watching a heavyweight fight. It's just fucking a lot of clinching and separation. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of that. Hey, I'm
2: not. I'm not huge into how one-dimensional boxing is. I mean, obviously yeah. that's the sport, but it's just kind of. But yeah, yeah. Going I agree. back
1: to this fight, I would be sick if I was shitty, dude. They were making the emphasis all night on damage, and then this is yeah. the one fight that someone clearly does more damage, and it kind of goes down to fucking control and really. Yeah.
2: And they don't give it to him. I think the thing was he didn't do enough damage, so yeah. He only had tiny spurts of doing any damage. That's fair. Like Daraev was like had a smile on his face when he was doing the post fight interview. He looked completely fine.
0: Yeah, he was he was he was all right. And I said he, he looked like he lost some weight actually, Daraev. I noticed that. He looked not as I thought he looked pretty good too. Yeah, he looked good. Um all right, let's talk about Daniel Pineda versus Tucker Lutz. Uh pretty quick fight. Uh, round two submission halfway through round two. For Daniel Pineda, good fight. I actually enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, I mean, like pretty, pretty solid amount of strikes uh, attempted and not a ton of um, takedowns. But he, uh, Daniel Pineda is able to get secure one takedown and get the submission win. Impressive performance for both guys, I thought. Um, how did you guys feel about this fight? We'll start with you, Mike.
2: I hated to see that Baltimore dummy Tucker Lutz lose, dude. Yeah, I was re- I was ready. Jeff would have loved it. I was ready to start calling him McNulty instead of fucking Top Gun, dude. Oh I, man, I was like, here <laughs> we Jimmy go, Jimmy McNulty. <laughs> here we go with all the wire references when our boy wins, and yeah, he just he just looked a step behind to me throughout the whole fight.
0: Yeah, not a, not a great. Uh, yeah, it, it was tough. It was tough. How did you see this one, Jeff?
2: Yeah, I mean, once has got
1: to watch that. Fucking neck, dude. He just left that thing out there several times just to get fucking. I mean, he was just asking for a anything. It seemed like the whole fight.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. He was he. I, I I saw that too. He was just open, so it was. I don't know. He. I agree with you. Like he needs to tweak that part because I still thought he had a solid performance except for that neck. That can't
1: pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. what? <laughs>
0: God damn, I fucked that one up. All right, let's just power through it now. Um, okay, (laughs) next fight on the card. Well, it was supposed to be Alex Perez versus Manel Cop, but Alex Perez gets pulled for, I believe, sick. Did did you get? Did anyone hear what it ended up finally being? Yeah,
1: Alex Perez had a seizure. Oh my god. But Manel Cop said he was a bitch, pretty much. (laughs) Dude, I don't. I actually, I don't really. I'll be honest with you. I don't fucking like Manel Cop. Dude, he literally said he has the DNA of. He's pretty much said he's bitch made. Yeah. He said he was quote uh, end quote
2: What did he say? Cowards die several yeah, times he's before got their death or DNA something or something. I really thing. don't think I got like warrior DNA.
1: Up.
0: Honestly, I really don't. He he's Dude, him dancing around dur- during that David Dvorak fight with... when Oh, that Dvorak-
2: pissed you off, dude. Yeah, I, I talked about dude, <laughs> his fucking shoulders out. That made
1: the this guy- fucking Fox News and Max dude, go oh crazy. Oh, my fucking
0: God. His shoulders <laughs> out, and this motherfucker's is running around, dancing, and it's like you can't knock the guy out with one fucking bum arm. That's like me beating up a baby and flexing it, dude. Like, come on now. That's some <laughs> bullshit. You're literally fighting one guy with his arm tied behind his back, and you can't fucking finish him. And you're going to fucking run around. <laughs> we got to
2: get Minel Cap on here.
0: All right, next fight on the card. Our boy, Steven Ocho Peterson versus Lucas Alexander. Man, that was a tough one to watch. Obviously, our boy Ocho ends up retiring after losing that fight pretty handily via decision. Um, I think that's a good decision for him. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was just a tough fucking fight for him. That Alexander dude, we did not have a lot of tape on him coming up. And... We we were wrong about that pick. He is he looked fucking good. Um, Jeff, we'll, I'll, mean, we'll start with you. No I thought one, he looked good.
1: honestly. No one really saw this one coming.
0: No like, one Luke, did really. He, See,
1: Luke is he didn't look great his last fight out there.
0: Yeah, but it was very Joe quick. Shows, it was only like. he has
1: been looking real fucking good his last few?
0: True, and he just walks forward to a point, and it's like he's got the Michael Chandler thing, and the like we talked about. He just kind of and Nate Landwehr and all them is just like you walk forward to a point and it's like some guys are going to be able to fucking put you over that point and you just can't win that way. Yeah. So tough.
1: But yeah, shot. I mean, it's sad to see him go, but shout out to him. It it was definitely a good way to go. It's, I mean, it's somewhat in kind of his, in his area. It's kind of in his yeah. area. I mean, he's he went out on his own terms. He didn't get knocked out. And I mean, he just, I mean, I just hope the the best for the man. He's
2: Me such too. a good guy when he came on here.
0: He was. He was. He was one of the better interviews we've ever had for sure. Yeah, he's was, he
2: was one of the better personalities for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: no doubt.
0: Like we've he's had a lot of
1: getting the call right in the middle. Yeah, that was sick <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, hands
2: of steel. Neil
0: calling him in the middle of the interview was cool as fuck. Um, but yeah, no, Dude, he was one a one thing real I wanted nice to guy.
2: note on this real quick before we move on is that I think we talked about it when it was I think when they were in Brazil the last event that was in brazil mm. dude we might have to start taking these brazilian prospects a little more seriously we, uh, <laughs> yeah start we're wrong. this shit out of we people. need to
0: go start okay. watching like jungle tape dude like we need to go back and we need to go yeah. find. we need to start going to brazil and going to their libraries and pulling tape of these dude, guys because we were
1: all riding high on mckinney yeah so I we're mean, having obviously a weekend we in riding brazilian lady show. boys and fucking brazilian fights <laughs>
2: I'm <laughs> <When's> uh, <that? laughs>
0: not gonna. I'm not gonna answer that on the pod. But
2: uh, dude, another thing too is is Lucas, dude. He could not have had a get better game plan. As soon as he eliminated Oto's front leg, and he had to fight yeah. unorthodox, he dude, he was fucked.
0: He got him yes. with one. There was like he was throwing a bunch of leg kicks, but there's one that hit his knee that fucked. You could just see he was gone. It was the no minute
2: Oto like leg was so fucked up, he had to fight Southpaw. It was pretty much over.
0: Yeah, it was great performance from Alexander. It just, yeah, he just fucking picked him apart. So good win there for him. Um, Well, let's, let's kind of like speed run through these next three fights. Um, Trevin Giles versus Preston Parsons. That was a pretty good back and forth um, fight there. Did you guys think Treston, sorry, Trevin Giles deserved the win
1: there? Uh, I mean, I'm not too, I, I, I'm not sure if I really see the controversy. This I mean, is like I... really, this is the one that really showed me that they're looking forward to damage this whole fight. I this yeah. fight night because you definitely have to say Giles did won that third round based off of damage.
0: Yeah. All right. I I I I think I agree with you on that one, Mike.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I like that Trevin Giles one. Uh, the last two rounds, Parsons just didn't do a whole lot for me. One thing about Parsons though, I did take from this. He's a fucking man of steel, dude. I like watching him fight.
0: Yeah, he can he's, take a fucking. he got punch. that
2: steel. Yeah, he's got that steel chin. He is fucking relentless.
0: I one the thing that stood out to me actually. Oh yeah, this fight was fucking crazy because this I is stopped. when his eye was his like eye fucking was fucking done popped between round yeah. two and three. I for- that's what stood out to me was trevin giles must have fucking bricks for hands holy fuck dude his eye was popped out he was beat up all around his entire face so shout out to him i forgot to mention that that's a i'm glad you brought that up holy fuck that was a good that was um yeah he, he that was one of the if you were a new fan watching that one that's like whoa <laughs> maybe this is a fucking intense it makes you
2: sport. realize like the severity of what these guys are doing
0: yeah, for real. Um, next fight running through again: C.J. Vergara versus Daniel De Silva. I don't know how the fuck C.J. Vergara got out of the first round, eating like six head kicks and getting pieced up. And he then probably
1: fucking running around in circles. That was crazy. He was
0: running around Dude, in circles, was... and getting chased. It this was insane. Was one
1: most ridiculous. This is like a fucking fight that you see on like fucking uh, goofy fucking street. Pop, beefs or or, like some shit. A... no, this is like a fight you see on like a goofy movie
0: yeah for real like, <laughs> this is like <laughs> fucking
1: kevin james fucking miranda cosgrove in the fucking like this, yeah. getting beat up around
0: yeah for <laughs> real. that's exactly what someone said when we were watching it they just, yeah that was,
2: <laughs> that's like exactly to reminded me of
0: it was crazy and the fact that um daniel de da silva like ga- he gasses out trying to fucking finish the fight and then has and then ends up losing via ko and again ground and pound it was a pretty interesting fight. I, I honestly recommend going back and watching that fight if you did Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if
2: you're not really into the UFC, at least watch the first round. It was yeah. super entertaining.
0: Super entertaining. And then the first fight, uh, Victor Altamirano versus Vinicius Salvador it was a very interesting fight. Salvador has the worst hair I've ever fucking seen. It's a literal <laughs> just triangle on his head and he's bald everywhere else. Horrific haircut. Um, I thought Salvador was looking good and was winning until I think like round two and three went to... Altamirano, I, I I think I agreed with that. Altamirano's yeah. boxing was pretty sharp. I thought,
2: dude, I didn't even know how to fucking judge this one. I don't know if yeah. you guys did. Dude, it,
0: we this all te- was remember we texted. One of the text-
1: sloppiest fucking fights I've ever oh, seen. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it we texted in the chat.
1: A fucking creative player versus fucking what you call it? Yeah, like versus a, another player. And, yeah, oh, dude, these motherfuckers' pings were ridiculous. This shit was lagging to all hell. This was just. The sloppiest fight I think I've ever seen, other than that one blood diamond fight. It was fucking, yeah, I hard. don't even there's know, there's a couple how other ones. I'm really. thinking of,
2: but dude, one of the craziest things about this fight to me was to see you watch this, they never do back to back fucking weight, like same weights. It was yeah. crazy to see how much farther ahead Vigar and Daniel <laughs> De Silva were than them, two. Yeah. It was like you, you could not have guessed they fought in the same promotion. You would have guessed you're watching like regional and then the UFC.
0: I agree. It was, it was a whack, like, I very w- dude, rarely use the word fucking wacky, but it what was a wacky f- ass what, fight. Yeah, what a
1: wacky start to fucking fight. This fight. was a like, weird these card. Two, I... These two fights, dude.
0: Yeah, this was, was a weird ass card.
1: This fucking wacky slot fest to then fucking CJ Vegara running around in circles and then somehow getting a win. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> what?
0: It was crazy. This fight, this card also had six fight cancellations. Like,
1: yeah,
2: like, it was super short.
0: It was really weird. I, it was it, one, of, it, one of the best. I was parts really disappointed
2: year. with how short it was, too, because the crowd was into it from the start.
1: I loved I was actually card. surprised
2: how, Dude, into Tim it Duncan they were.
1: was in the building, apparently.
2: They didn't, <laughs> yeah. <it was> Robinson.
1: <laughs> they didn't even show him on the camera. I don't know what the fuck. I Dude, I've seen a bunch of pictures of UFC fighters with them. Why I, Mox and fucking Tim Duncan? Damn,
0: I really fucking enjoyed that card. I thought that was a really funny and crazy ass card. Um, all right, that's gonna wrap it up uh, for us here at Uppercut. Thank you all for listening. Um, we have an, a fighter interview coming out very shortly, as well as. Wait a
2: second! Wait a second, real quick. You mean to tell me they showed that? Uh, I don't. I don't know the word to use, but they showed that fuckboy boy Austin Mahone. They didn't show Tim Duncan. Yeah, Dude, they I did. hope Tim
1: Duncan wasn't in the building. <laughs> He probably asked to not
0: be on camera. I would guarantee he's like quiet. I feel like he would not want to. David
1: me. Robinson? Come on.
0: That's true. But
1: the admiral? Come yeah. on.
0: That's true. That's true. That's some bullshit. I would have um,
1: fucking...
0: saluted his ass. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. Um yeah so thank you all for listening we'll be back with the interview coming out this week as well as our preview episode coming out later in the week where we are going to (laughs) preview UFC 287 Pereira versus Izzy is it you can look at it like two or three right or four maybe
2: I guess technically it's two
0: two yeah and I'm really excited this this is going to be a great ass card I'm excited for that one so stay tuned for that and thank you all for listening and peace